Blog Talk Radio. loss of a loved one can be one of the most trying and difficult parts of your life. And during this difficult time, one of the most important decisions that you have to make is choosing a funeral home. And my recommendation is CL Page Mortuary, where their staff is knowledgeable in the funeral home industry and service is their number one priority. For more information on CL Page Mortuary, visit www.clpagemortuary.com or call 904 
And we are back, and the Wiggum Report is brought to you by Page Mortuary, where service is their number one priority. And without further ado, the Wiggum Report. All right. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Thank you for this opportunity again, Robert. And this is the Wiggum Report, giving you the news straight with no chaser. So like just to start off, we're going to give you <laughs> – you like that? Okay. Well, what we're going to do, we're going to start out with a little uh, entertainment news. You know, I love entertainment. Um, so just jumping right into it. Apollo Nida, um, reality star from Real High Spires of Atlanta, just got a huge break. He has been in major legal trouble trouble for cashing stolen checks and laundering more than $2.3 million through bogus bank accounts. <laughs> Apollo was facing wow. up to 30 years in prison but was given a break for cooperating with investigators, and now he has only received eight years um, for his prison sentence. I'm pretty sure he got some helpful advice from his famed attorney wife, Phaedra Parks, on this one. Wow. Why was he I doing that? Stitches get stitches, <laughs> no? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, maybe when he gets out in eight years, they're going to be waiting on him, but, like, God, I mean, $2.3 million. Well, I mean, Phaedra has millions of dollars. I mean, I don't think she has a whole bunch of them, but she's a millionaire. Well, I will keep him in our prayers. I mean, eight versus, eight versus 30 is not is nothing. However, nobody wants to do eight years in prison, and he just had a new baby. So uh, prayers go out to the family. Hey, guys, let's not just just do what's right. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Now, I can make this even juicier for you. We're going to jump to Matthew Knowles, Beyonce's dad. Mr. Matthew Knowles now has a second woman that has come forth to say that he's her baby daddy. What? Um, Sequoia, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sequoia Brainscom, I'm not sure how to pronounce her last name, filed legal documents claiming Mr. Knowles got her pregnant in 2010 during the same time Beyonce's mom found out about the first child and divorced him. Uh, Sequoia is now 30 years old, which means she's younger than Beyonce because I think Beyonce is like 32, um, and says, when she met Matthew, she was just a lingerie model. Matthew's first baby wow. mama got a major payday. She received $12,000 a month in child support, the first baby mama did. So I guess she was thinking that she might reap those benefits, but that's not necessarily true because since Beyonce has fired her dad, they went back to court with the first baby, and that $12,000 a month went down to 2400 Wow, I wish he was my dad. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's a lot of money. 12K a month. You know what I can do with 12K a month. There's some people that make 12K that, a that, year. That, that, that is a lot of money, but, you know, you have to be careful. I'm sure we will do another show on child support uh, in, a, in a very, very near future. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. That is going to be a show in itself. Um the next thing, I got some funny stories for you. 
um, in Sandy Springs, Colorado, not Colorado, God, Sandy Springs, Georgia, three men walked out of a CVS pharmacy with $2,000 in personal care products. These items included bar soap, laundry detergent, and feminine products. The criminals walked in the store and casually grabbed the items as if they were regularly shopping like honest customers, then walked right past the cashiers to exit the store. The men are still at large. Police are really curious to see what they stole these items for. I mean, me too. I am very two curious. Grand. So you, you steal $2,000 worth of soap. Someone must have been really dirty. Soap <laughs> and pads. Wow. It was soap and pads. Okay. Um, now, this one is kind of funny to me. Um, a Yankees fan went to sleep during a major rivalry game on April the 13th. He was caught on camera, and commentators had a field day at his expense. The lawsuit says that um, – oh, I'm sorry, I just skipped the part. Basically, he's suing uh, the Major League Baseball and ESPN for $10 million because they were, like, laughing at him um, on TV. And he basically he's saying in the lawsuit that he was the target of a mean-spirited avalanche of words. And he claims that the comments made (laughs) by commentators alluded to him being socially bankrupt. I like that part, socially bankrupt, for not knowing the importance of the rivalry between the Red Sox and the New York Yankees. The fan claims he is now defamed and is now suffering from emotional distress. He's asking for $10 million. So basically he's suing for being embarrassed. Okay. I guess. We live in America. <laughs> you can sue for whatever. So, I mean, can you blame but him if you win million? the case or settle? Great for him. Good for him. I mean, he might settle. He might, even though it's crazy, but he might settle. But $10 million because you went to sleep at a game that you paid for? I mean, Hey, let's be seriously. honest. We, we've, seen, we've seen worse. We've seen worse in America. So <laughs> good luck for him. Exactly. Uh, if he gets a settlement, I'm sure that will open many, many doors for a lot of people to fall asleep. But you know what? If that did, if that does happen, I guarantee you the commentators won't talk about anyone else. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I got one more story if you got time. Okay. We got time for one more. Okay. Okay. Well, um, Obamacare shows drastic increase in access to free birth control. More than half of privately insured women are now getting free birth control under the new health care law. Women who receive the benefit of free birth control have jumped to 56% in 2013 versus the 14% in 2012. The requirement that most plans have to cover generic birth control took effect in 2013, which is a direct reflection of the 56% growth. This free benefit saves an average woman about $269 annually. Employee benefits consultants do not believe employers will roll back the contraceptive coverage as a result of the Supreme Court ruling. The court recently allowed companies who were religious-based to opt out of providing such coverage. Doctors say this new provision, as far as offering free birth control, will help make women's um, pregnancies a little healthier because it allows them to space children a little bit more wider. Basically, if there's time in between having childbirth, that it makes your pregnancy healthier, according to some doctors. So, I mean, I can personally say this is definitely something that is helpful. Um, Sometimes going to the pharmacy, 
there was no birth control coverage under your health insurance plan, and so you'd have to come out of pocket. So that 56% increase, in my opinion, is the women are actually able to fill their prescriptions because they don't have to pay for them. They, they probably have already had the prescriptions all along. They just probably couldn't afford to pay out of pocket for them. So that is definitely a win for Obamacare, or in other words, health care reform. Wow. Well, we thank you for the Wigan Report. We're going to ask you to kind of stay around and have this marijuana discussion with us, and I guess that is a good thing oh. for all the bad things that you have heard for um, the Obamacare or the Affordable Health Care Act, as it is, I guess, supposed to be called. I don't, I don't know. But um, we're going to take a break, and we're going to come back. And if you want to get in on the next segment on this conversation, Marijuana versus America, the number is 646 646- Five nine five twenty four ninety. Again, that is six four six five nine five twenty four ninety. And we'll be right back after this. I'm Robin. And I'm Chris. We're the brothers behind Firehouse Subs. Back when we were firemen, when it came to food, we said it better be something good and a lot of it. That's what you get at Firehouse Subs. Take our hook and ladder sub. Smoked turkey breast, Virginia honey ham, and Monterey Jack cheese, all steam heated and piled high on a toasted sub roll. Our way beats their way. If you don't agree, it's free. You're going to cover that, right? My money's on the sub. Love the confidence. Firehouse Sub, founded by firemen. Hey, what's up? It's Catalina from the 97.9 KISS FM afternoon show for Laserloft. Obviously, this is where you got to go in Jacksonville to get a tattoo lasered off. So ex-boyfriend's name, ugly flower, this is where you go. Plus, I saw this amazing treatment last week. I watched this woman's under eyes go from dark and puffy to tightened and lightened up in 10 minutes. It was so cool to see it work. And you can get it done for free. All you got to do is stop by Laserloft, 4372 Southside Boulevard, or give them a call, 642-7774. Medical Director, Dr. Roberto Garcia. And we are back. And welcome, if you're just tuning in, to the Real Talk with Robert Simmons show. And tonight's topic is marijuana versus America. And in the studio, I have with me Miss Alacy Wiggum. How are you again from the Wiggum Report? I am great. <laughs> so we're, we're going to basically go um, jump right into this because there were several, I had several guests that wanted to come on the show, but they didn't want to put their self out there. So I'm not calling Miss Wiggum a weed head. She's just going to help us with the dialogue <laughs> tonight. <laughs> just going to help us with the dialogue tonight because... As we all know, this is a hot topic. It's been all over CNN, MSNBC. Um, it's it's Morgan and Morgan. In fact, I'm actually still waiting on an email from him. <clears throat> you know, he he really pushed a lot of awareness for um, marijuana to be on the ballot this year in Florida, and it is. I don't know if it's a strategy to get voters to come out and vote or if it's genuine, but it is becoming more and more a hot topic in America. Um, I'll go as far as to say, uh, hey, that that we know of, our last three presidents all have admitted to smoking marijuana. Uh, well, Bill Clinton said he did not inhale. 
So, we, you know, I'll leave the jury <laughs> to decide what they, what they want to decide what that is. Um, so it did not stop them from becoming presidents. A lot of people say, well, marijuana is a gateway drug. Then you have the mayor in Toronto that said crack cocaine was a gateway drug. And I'm like Jimmy Fallon, if he said that, then you better believe it. But when you look at the statistics, statistically speaking, I don't know if you have any um, statistics on you, Miss um, Wiggum, or can I just have, call you mm-hmm. hashtag Wiggum Report? Um, yeah. But it appears to me that there's less harm drinking, not drinking, I'm sorry, smoking marijuana versus drinking alcohol. I mean, studies have shown that marijuana is a lot more safer than alcohol, yet it is ranked by the DEA, a Category 1 drug, in the same category as crack cocaine, uh, methamphetamine, and, and a lot of other drugs. And we, we really know that marijuana, medically speaking and chemically speaking, is nowhere near those drugs. So where do you think we're going from this point? And do you think, hey, in the next two to three years, it'll be legalized everywhere? No, I definitely don't. Um, it it depends on the state. Like, for instance, Florida, I don't believe it will pass in Florida. We have too many conservative voters in Florida, and our population, majority of our population, are retirees. So I don't see that actually happening here, but there are some other places that you could definitely see it going through and upholding. But as far as marijuana facts, it does affect your brain. And so it could cause you to occasionally um, have anxiety, fear, distrust, or panic, and this is according to drugabuse.gov. So that is one danger. I mean, not saying that not saying that alcohol isn't the same, but it is still illegal to be over the legal limit of alcohol. So Alcohol is legal, but you can't be over the limit and doing certain things. So if there's a way to judge what's the legal limit for marijuana, then maybe that's what needs to be hashed out before it becomes a law. Well, I'm going to play devil's advocate tonight. And I'm not saying that I've smoked marijuana ever or currently. I'm not saying any of that. And I'm not saying like Bill Clinton, I didn't inhale or any of that. But... From the marijuana smoker point of view, I mean, everything has an effect on the body. Some foods that we eat, if you eat too much of it, you know, this will give you cancer. This will give you diabetes. This will do this. If you eat that, you may get hepatitis. I mean, so we know that you can't have too much intake of any one thing. But the taboo of marijuana, you know, well, people people are getting serious, serious time. In fact, CNN did a report last week saying that blacks and whites smoke about the same amount of marijuana, but blacks are four times more likely to get arrested and get profiled for marijuana than whites. These are facts from CNN. Um, right. a, a matter of fact, um, Don Lemon, Don Lemon did the report. And people, they were amazed, you know. And then he had a guy on from New York. And he was like, man, we, we don't really give people time time for uh, doing marijuana and things like that. You know, but he was saying in Georgia, you know, one guy recently got six years, you know. 
and it's different versus, I don't know if it's south and north or what have you, but it's a very, very, very taboo thing that's going on. And in other states, when you see legalized drugs, as one of the commentators pointed out on CNN, you always kind of see the young white males and things like that. But the truth is we're all smoking about the same when it comes to weed. Do you think that the system is biased when it comes to weed and race? Initially, I guess you can say, I could say yes. It depends. The reason why I say that is that, of course, there's racial profiling when it comes to who gets stopped and who whose car gets searched. But, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, it's against the law where you live. So stop breaking the law. <laughs> I mean, I can't feel sorry for somebody who has weed on them in the state of Florida and they know it's illegal. I mean, that's like me just walking around naked. You know what I mean? It's illegal. Well, I'm not bothering nobody, but I'm just walking around naked. You can't do that. You just can't. And if I go to jail, nobody's going to feel sorry for me because I feel, because I walked around naked freely. So, I mean, at the end of the day, yes, it might be more whites who may have marijuana and they don't get caught, but they may also not be blessed in their music. And I mean, and I'm an African American, and I'm just saying this outright. Sometimes us as African Americans, we draw attention to ourselves, and we also suffer the 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 uh, the wrath of being so uh, being uh, racially profiled. So if you have those things on you, that gives them even more reason to uh, to you know go for you or you know send you to jail or something like that. But I mean, that's just pretty much the, the truth. It's against the law here. Now, if it, to me personally, as far as marijuana smoking, you do you and I do me. I'm not going to smoke marijuana, but, I mean, if you're going to smoke marijuana, that's your business. But it becomes a problem to me, just like drunk driving. It becomes a problem to me when you are smoking marijuana and you're driving a car or you're operating something. It does cause you to hallucinate. That's not... That's not something that is fiction. That's fact, that it causes you to hallucinate, and you kind of lose care for other things. So it is a relaxation drug, but that's the same thing that alcohol does. Alcohol, you know, tends to allow you to let go and and relax. So I feel as though if it is going to be legalized, they need to try and figure out what is considered to be a legal limit Um, because I don't want anybody smoking marijuana next to a stoplight with me and then ends up running into me later on down the road. Well, I mean, let's, let's, let's be honest. I mean, speaking from that standpoint, you're always going to have more alcohol-related accidents versus marijuana-related accidents. I mean, that's, that's, that's a proven fact. Um, also, marijuana tends to, like you said, relax people. Here's my spin on it. I look at marijuana from an economic standpoint Colorado legalized it, and they're making millions and millions and millions in tax dollars. We are in debt in America. Why not legalize marijuana, collect taxes on it, boost the economy, and move forward? I mean, am I wrong? You get tax from alcohol, and we see the numbers of the alcohol-related deaths from um, automobile accidents. We've seen captains of ships crash oil tankers from alcohol, and you're getting tax dollars from all of this, but you won't 
legalize marijuana, you look at marijuana as if it is a serious, serious, serious taboo. And I think, I think it's, I don't know if it was in the 70s, of course, we're probably a little too young uh, to talk about that, but uh, I don't know if it got the taboo from back, you know, on the hippie age and Vietnam War, and it just got this really, 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 really bad name. But people, I believe, are becoming more accepting to it. And you said something, you said it would never be legal in Florida. I'm not so sure. Yes, there are a lot of baby boomers, but weren't they the main ones smoking, you know, the the Mary Jane back in the day? <laughs> I mean, when they were taking them back? They, they're saved now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, think about it. And think about all the things that, mer- that, med- that medical, uh, medical things that marijuana does. I've seen marijuana relieve pain and cure Everything, I mean, from HIV, AIDS, to cancer. I mean, people, they really need it just to get by day to day. And it's proven, it's a proven fact, medically speaking, that marijuana is helping people get better, making people feel better. We know this. I mean, to the point to where when uh, Mr. John Morgan was pushing the issue, I mean, it made it on the ballot. We have enough signatures. Legalizing medical marijuana will be on the ballot this election. And that's huge in the state of Florida because there are a lot of states that they could even make it to where they could have gotten enough signatures and enough push to get it on the ballot. So I think that we're moving in a really, really, really great direction. So, once again, the number to call in is 646-595-595. 2490, and we will begin to take calls on the next segment. If you feel a certain way about marijuana, call in, give us your opinion. Should it be legalized? Maybe so, maybe not. Is it worse than alcohol? Maybe you feel that way. Maybe it's not. Numbers don't lie. We're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to start taking your phone calls and Ms. Wiggum, I appreciate you sticking around. We'll be right right after these messages. Hey guys, it's your host, Robert Simmons. And facing the loss of a loved one can be one of the most trying and difficult parts of your life. During this difficult time, one of the most important decisions that you have to make is choosing a funeral home to make it as comfortable as possible. And I recommend that funeral home be Carla Page Mortuary, where their staff is knowledgeable in the funeral home industry and service is always their number one priority. For more information, visit them at 3031 Moncrief Road, Jacksonville, Florida, 32209, or simply try calling at 904 904- Hey, what's up? It's Catalina from the 97.9 KISS FM afternoon show for Laser Loft. Obviously, this is where you got to go in Jacksonville to get a tattoo lasered off. So ex-boyfriend's name, ugly flower, this is where you go. Plus, I saw this amazing treatment last week. I watched this woman's under eyes go from dark and puffy to tightened and lightened up in 10 minutes. It was so cool to see it work. And you can get it done for free. All you got to do is stop by Laser Loft. 4372 Southside Boulevard, or give him a call, 642-7774. Medical Director, Dr. Roberto Garcia. 
I'm Robin. And I'm Chris. We're the brothers behind Firehouse Subs. Back when we were firemen, when it came to food, we said it better be something good and a lot of it. That's what you get at Firehouse Subs. Take our hook and ladder sub. Smoked turkey breast, Virginia honey ham, and Monterey Jack cheese, all steam heated and piled high on a toasted sub roll. Our way beats their way. If you don't agree, it's free. You're going to cover that, right? My money's on the sub. Love the confidence. Firehouse Sub, founded by firemen. And we are back. And if you're just tuning in, once again, it is marijuana, weed, versus America with my special guest, Ms. Lacey Wiggum. And uh, before we go into taking the calls, I just wanted to read some statistics that we got offline. And this is from uh, HealthyPlace.com. And I'll, I'll read three just to get the ball rolling here. Statistically speaking, it says about 10% of males use marijuana compared to 6% of females. About 10% of users will go on to become daily users. And almost 7 to 10% of regular users become dependent. I'm just going to read one more <laughs> because... 14.6 million Americans report using marijuana in the last month. And that's crazy because over 100,000 people per year are treated for uh, marijuana addiction. And personally, I feel that addiction comes from a state of – some people have addictive behavior, yeah. I think, when it comes to um, anything. You can give them uh, candy and they're they're addicted to uh, – Chocolate Sugar. or addicted to this, you know. Some people are addicted to bad relationships. So I'm not going to say that um, marijuana is going to make you that addicted. Now I know someone will call in and say, "Well, Robert, medically speaking, da 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 da, you know, marijuana is addictive." But let's be honest, cigarettes are killing way more people than marijuana. There, matter of fact, there aren't even any actual real numbers to prove that marijuana has caused anyone lung cancer or any type of death, really. You know, there are a few sketchy numbers from a few studies here and there from private organizations that saying things based upon, I guess, different lobbyists trying to get a different outlook on it. But in all actuality, marijuana is becoming to look more and more like the drug of choice in America, and it's starting to not look as bad as we thought it was or has been. So maybe I'm wrong. And once again, I am not a marijuana smoker, but I am playing the devil's advocate tonight. And, yeah. you know, if you have a different opinion on that, please let me know. And uh, I don't think you are a, a marijuana smoker, Ms. Wiggum, are you? you? You wouldn't admit that on the show no. right now anyway. <laughs> no, I, I'm not, though. I'm not, though. <laughs> Well, well, I, I knew you were not when you said uh, people hallucinate when they smoke. See, if you're smoking regular marijuana, you should not be hallucinating. <laughs> I don't, I'm not sure about that. I don't know. I could be wrong. Oh, so Once you, again, so you you have you have for you to know that fact. No, I'm just assuming. <laughs> I'm, I'm just assuming. <laughs> Look, uh, Bill Clinton said he didn't inhale. I've never inhaled, <laughs> but. It is it is a it is a hot topic and I have to be honest with you. It's been on CNN, MSNBC uh this past week and it's funny 
my shows have been lining up with with current events. Um, usually, right after the show, I wake up in the morning, and I'll I'll see something that was talking about, uh, you know, the very topic we were talking about the night before, and it, and it's, it it amazes me of how juicy these things are. And like I said, I had a I had a really really hard time getting a guest on the show, but sitting around the table and we were talking all night, and I said, well, if I can get one honest weed smoker to come on the show and talk about it, you know, but they were, but no, they were afraid to come on the show. Like, you know, Rob, I, I can't. But that's true. I mean, that's understandable though, because even though you're advocating for it to be legalized or others may advocate for it, it is, it is something that employers frown upon. They don't want somebody who's half there and half not because they're so relaxed. I mean, my, I work in corporate America, and you have to obviously you have to take a drug test before you you know work for them. And if they suspect, you sign a contract. You know when you when you sign on to work with them. So if they suspect that you're acting weird, they have the opportunity to demand for you to take a drug test on the spot, and you can lose your job because you're not you you're not supposed to be taking that particular drug. So I can wholeheartedly understand why someone would not want to get on the radio and admit to being a pothead. <laughs> well, I'm not even, I'm not even going to use, I don't use that word publicly anyway, uh, being a pothead, but uh, a marijuana smoker. You know I'm smoker. colorful. <laughs> yeah, well, you know I'm colorful. I had to, had to add some little color there. Okay. Well, we're gonna uh, we're gonna start take some calls and see if we can get hey if we can get a pothead to call in. The number is six four six five nine five twenty four ninety. So we're gonna go ahead and go to the air. Okay, Colin, you're on the show. Where's your name and where are you coming from? Hi, Robert. My name Hello, is Colin, Sasha. Can you hear hey, me? Hey, how are you? I can hear you. I'm great. I'm great. I'm calling because I am not a fan of marijuana smoking or any type of smoking for that nature. But the reason I feel that smoking marijuana will never be legalized um, in the sense that cigarettes are, are legalized is because marijuana makes you high. Therefore, it affects your performance. And as Alicia said, you can't operate a vehicle and be high, like you're putting other lives at danger. You can't properly perform on your job and be high. Like these, these create liabilities for lawmakers and for people in office and for people who are responsible for our society. So we can compare it to other things. I mean, I don't know that it's necessarily as bad as crack cocaine, but crack cocaine is also outlawed. And it's, in my preference, I just don't like it, period. I don't like smoking at all. Um, but the reason I think that maybe cigarette smoke is okay and marijuana is not Marijuana is not is because I don't know that or I haven't read any studies or anything above it, so I'm just speaking off of based off of my experience and my knowledge of people. I don't think that cigarette smoking or something like that affects your performance. So that's the reason that you're not going – I don't – I mean, some people may legalize it, but I don't see it going very far right now. I think that it may take far more – much more time for it to become something that is um, more widespread. So for the time being, I just don't see, I don't see see it going to that next level. And I support it. Like I support not smoking marijuana. And let me tell you, everybody who knows me know that I am freaking liberal. So 
Listen, I just don't like it. I don't. I mean, I had a boyfriend who started smoking marijuana, and that was the end of our relationship. Like, don't do stuff like that. I just don't. Well, well, I don't well, like it. Listen, let me just because you brought some some points, but I will go as far as to say, of course, it can alter your performance. But so can alcohol. That's why you're not allowed to drink on the job. I think that it can be legalized, but, for instance, you don't smoke marijuana on a job, you don't smoke marijuana while you're driving. You know, you don't drink while you're in a job, and you well, definitely should drink while, while you're driving. driving. And I, I feel that, that that's like a, I mean, a way of life. And I know that alcohol isn't around, but it, or you're not allowed to do certain things on, with alcohol, I understand that, but I think that, and I could be wrong here, Robert, because again, I have not read studies or anything, so I'm just talking off the top of my head. I think that maybe, like going back to the prohibition era and everything with alcohol, maybe you didn't have weed around at the extent of alcohol at that time. So in the 1920s, when you were going through all of this, they had, I mean, it's been so many years from then to now where you've had laws come into effect about alcohol, and you had, um, and you've had like. Um, a lot of awareness brought to the attention. So maybe marijuana is more of in the in its infancy stage. And again, I do not know, but maybe it's in its infancy stage the way that alcohol was back in the 1920s, long before we ever were around. So maybe it's going through the same type of phase or same type of cycle that you saw in the era where alcohol was the the horrible thing and it was banned and it was all of that. So maybe that's what it's going through now. And maybe be, as the years progress, when I'm 50 or whatever, or 40 or whatever age, it will be more acceptable. I don't know. Yeah, so to all my marijuana smokers out there, they, they, me, they... If you vote for <laughs> Sasha to be the president or for Sasha to be your governor, I will not be legalizing any type of marijuana anytime soon. <laughs> well, for you, for you to be liberal, um, yeah, I, I, I don't know if you, you'll get any votes. So you probably won't have to worry <laughs> about that. <laughs> 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 Which is why I'm not running for any officer. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, we thank you for your call. That was uh, very, very, very interesting. But, you know, I, I'm still going to stand, you know, on the half <clears throat> on the behalf of the marijuana smokers because once again, I think the problem that we're having is people comparing it to alcohol, and until until someone is able to prove that alcohol is a way worse drug, or 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 not or as not as bad as, as marijuana, we're going to have this problem because they're going to say, "Man, alcohol is doing this." Alcohol. Right. One guy, Federal Fox, he was on uh, the Bill O'Reilly show. He said, "You know, if I could have my way about it, I would legalize marijuana and ban alcohol." <laughs> because well, you know, you know. Of, well, I was just going to say the thing about it is that how would you measure m- marijuana? I mean, there is a way to measure what is considered to be the legal limit for alcohol. You could go to a uh, a mixer and probably have a half a glass of wine, and you are still under the legal limit to drive home. But I mean, is it what? Three puffs, and then you can then you can say, "Oh, I'm legalized to drive home." Like there's I, there's no way to really, um, you know, measure what's the legal limit for marijuana. So that's what's scary about it. Um, so I mean, 
not 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 being pro alcohol or anything like that because it's all wrong. You shouldn't drive impaired at all, just as Sasha said, um, or operate anything impaired. But it's one of those things where what would be considered the legal limit for that because it is altering your brain. And and I mean, alcohol alters your brain, alters your thinking as well. But it it has been proven that if you go over a certain amount, then you are endangering other people as well as yourself. So what is the limit for marijuana? And I think that is the struggle with legalizing it. So if we took a vote today and we went to the polls today and it was yes or no to legalize marijuana, what would you vote? I'd vote no. What about for medical marijuana? Medical marijuana... You know, medical 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 marijuana. That's a different case, but we would have to make sure that you know it would have one of those uh, those clauses on it, like uh, what are those? I want to say the narcotics. Like you can't get so many narcotic drugs at a time. You you would only be able to get so many at a time. Like you know, sometimes people can send off their drugs and get ninety day supply. You can't do that with certain drugs because uh, it can it can also dub as a street drug, so it would have to of course fall in that same realm. So if it was medical marijuana, I'd have to, I'd really have to think about it because there are some people who are you know in their last stages of cancer or in stage four of cancer and they're hurting and they do need some kind of relief and that does kind of give them some kind of relaxation. So I do see it in that aspect, but I do also see a lot of people perpetrating to get a prescription in order to use it. Or I do see a lot of people going in their grandmother's uh, medicine cabinet and inviting their homies over. So, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean let's, let's be honest. What, California has done it? Um, Colorado? What, what other states have legalized it? Me- me- medical. Now, Colorado, you can uh, smoke it for recreational use. Um, it's about, mm-hmm. four, about four states, maybe? It's about four I states. I think you're right. Uh, mm-hmm. Legalized. Uh, marijuana, and from what we see, the revenue is up. Um, according to one CNN report, I don't know how true this is. I'm just, I'm just speaking what I overheard that crime is actually down <laughs> when marijuana use is in play. You know, so you can agree or, or disagree with that one, but uh, hey, I got to tell you. If America wanting use brings crime down, then maybe we all need to smoke a joint. But that's just my opinion. That's just my opinion <laughs> on, on what's going on. I mean, because we, we can agree that there, there are certain places where the crime has been outrageous. And, you know, like I said, this is a CNN report. You can go to their website. Don't blame, don't blame Robert Simmons for saying this. But it's, it's just a very, very opinionated uh, situation when it comes down to this, and it, it's kind of like you know the, the show that we did two weeks ago when it was uh, we were talking about gays. You know, like marijuana, if we had had that show in 1965, everyone that would have called that called them to the show that night would have been totally against it, straight up, just no, it is wrong. So by the time my kids are my age. Marijuana will probably be have, would have been uh, legalized for about who knows ten years, 
because we're getting to that point to where the people who grew up with that stigma of marijuana, they're starting to lose it, say, well, you know what, maybe it's not that bad. You know, I saw a guy in pain, and he smoked the joint. He said this was this made him feel better. Another incident was a lady, she had a serious, serious stuttering problem, and the only time she could talk straight was when she smoked marijuana. Now, I talked to a Christian woman, and she told me that the woman had demons, but that's a whole other show for a whole other day. <laughs> but my point is, marijuana still helped her in that situation. This and once sounds again, like she just needs to concentrate. <laughs> well, I guess the marijuana calmed her nerves, and mm-hmm. she was able to communicate better with the marijuana calming her down. So, like I said, in California, they're doing it. So there's a way to regulate it. So if you were to say, Robert, what would you vote today? I would vote yes for medical marijuana use. I would vote yes for recreational use. I would have to do more research and more study studies on it. Um, But I got to be honest with you. You know, I am not just leaning all the way to the right on this and saying, oh no, 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 because I'm a man of facts and statistics. And you're not going to tell me, while I've never done drugs, you're not going to tell me that the chemical, the compound chemical base in crack cocaine that makes that a Category 1 drug is the same thing that makes uh, marijuana a Category 1 drug. You're not going to tell me right. that these two drugs are in the same category. And then turn around and say, well, we're not going to put alcohol really in the high category because, you know, it's losses in the 1920s and it's legalized. You know, when when we first came over here, uh, alcohol was very legal. It was legal. Then they banned it because of people feeling so conservative towards alcohol, which led into the prohibitionary, and, you know, where you had your different organized crime organizations bootlegging liquor. They legalized yeah. it and started making a profit. People got used to it. My generation, your generation, generations before us, we don't re- we don't know. We read about it in history books, but it's so normal to us that we're just like, hey, there's nothing wrong with alcohol as long as you drink responsibly. I mean, you see how they've, they've already programmed us to just, there's nothing wrong with drinking, just to drink responsibly. So why not smoke responsibly? I'm just saying. <laughs> Is it possible that you can smoke responsibly? I do and truly, truly believe that you can. And if I'm wrong, you are more than welcome uh, to tell me, Ms. Wiggle. <laughs> I, mean, the, I mean, the only thing that I, I say, I mean, taking it back to Christianity, uh, I mean, Jesus drunk wine, but I don't recall any joints in the Bible. So... I don't know. No, they 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 did they did say King Solomon smoked marijuana. That's marijuana. Far left. They said they found it in his tomb or whatever. Look, there are no facts on this. It's just something I read. <laughs> I was about to something say, what, what book was that in? I was like, what book was that in? But I mean, I'm just saying. I'm not trying to say because obviously there weren't any cigarettes. Uh, I mean, people smoked, but I mean, you know what I mean to that degree. But I'm just saying in general. Um, I I don't I can't I, recreational use and, and actually causing more harm. I'm putting that out there for more people to have access to it. And I do agree 
nicotine and, and cigarettes and tobacco usage does kill people. It kills them with cancer, but it doesn't impair them to operate things. So that's my main thing is someone someone smoking marijuana, and I'm not a smoker of marijuana, but they end up hitting me or, you know, living in this fantasy world where they're hallucinating and they they think that I'm coming to attack them and they beat me to a bloody pulp. You know, I don't. I don't know what the effects are right now, you know. So, and like you said, we may listen to this tape back 20 years from now, and marijuana's legal. Everybody's smoking marijuana. I mean, I wouldn't be smoking marijuana, but it's just I don't know. I, I, why, why can't these marijuana smokers go smoke a hookah? That's what I want to know. Well, you <laughs> get them a little you, mango, sure you mixed raspberry, PCT level for one, you know. And just to feed off what you said, you're more than likely to get beat like a pulp by someone that's been drinking alcohol versus <laughs> versus marijuana, I guarantee you. But like What's you said, fact, I mean, fact, you can't compare, I guess, hookah to uh, <laughs> smoking smoking marijuana. There, there's a big difference. I mean, you do have hear people that say, uh, yeah, I, I get high or something like this. And people have brought up the issue, well, if we legalize marijuana, what about the children? Uh, Bill O'Reilly said that on, on Fox, and, you know, like the guy said, what about the children? What about the children when we talk? I mean, like I said, kids kids right now are smoke, smoking bed bugs. You know, that that was that was on the news. So, you know, watch your, watch your kids. You know, watch your kids around alcohol. Watch your kids around marijuana. Don't leave marijuana laying around the house. Don't leave alcohol laying around the house. That's just, you just don't do that. So... I mean, like I said, this is just uh, my belief. But we're going to go take uh, another phone call, then we're going to go uh, to our next seg- segment with Miss Nina Moore. But before we do that, let's do this. Okay, Carla, you are on the air. What's your name and where are you from? Hello, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, my name is Fred, and I was calling making a state. I want to make a statement. Okay, uh, since okay. we know we got the, uh, the soccer cup going on, uh, I think I read an article a while back that was saying that um, fans would rather, or, you know, other countries, is, it's legal, marijuana is legal. So fans, I was thinking, I got read an article, it said uh, fans, or people in general, that's over the, the soccer and sports arenas, said they would rather for the fans to smoke weed than to drink. Because weed heads, you may call them, uh, they're less, liable to like to start a fight or get rowdy than people that's on alcohol. So, yeah, I just so, we kind of, so basically they were saying it mellowed, it mellowed them out, you know, made them chill. Yeah. And also I think it sh- I don't smoke myself because, you know, I didn't like the high feeling, but the thing is, I think it should be legal because, you know. <laughs> so that means you did smoke? <laughs> I did before. It's a long story, funny story behind that. So. <laughs> I got so high one time I had to go to the emergency room, but that's another story for another day. But um, <laughs> I think it should be legal because a lot of our people, me being an African-American, a lot of our people are still in the prisons up. So, you know, if it's even fair, if it's fair across the board by the prosecution side, then maybe it shouldn't be legal. But since it's not fair across the board from what I see, I think it should be legal. But I hang up and let your library. All right. Have a good one. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> Uh, for your call, Fred. <laughs> and guys, remember, don't smoke so much to where you uh, have to go go to the hospital. But uh, I mean, he he brought up a very valid point, and I think I seen something uh, that same report 
because they they were having uh, so many fights and things over at the World Cup, <clears throat> excuse me, and things like that. You know, and, and and a lot of that had to do with alcohol. I mean, al- alcohol really alters your behavior. Um, marijuana doesn't necessarily, let's say, alter your, your actual behavior. It kind of just mellows you out. Like, you know, yeah, man. Well, really, really he wasn't too you mellow to go to the emergency room. I mean, well, like he said, that was a long story. So it could have been it could have been something <laughs> else besides marijuana. You know, a lot of people they mix stuff just like with drinks. You know, um, you had a lot of the kids. Uh, Getting sick when they were binging on uh, the four loco, and or they they were mixing, mm-hmm. um, you know, alcohol with cough syrup, and, and, and you know, and just stuff like that. You know, when you start altering any substance, you know, you're gonna you're you're asking for a whole lot of trouble. But Miss Wiggum, we want to thank you because we have the beauty segment coming up with Miss Nina Moore, okay. and yes. And we want to thank you. Hey, guys, make sure you stay tuned for the hashtag Wigan Report every week. Website coming soon. And make sure you give them your information before before we go to the next segment so they can know where to find you with all this juicy news that you have every week. Well, follow me on Twitter at Wiggum Report, and that's W-H-I-G-H-A-M Report. You can also hashtag me on Instagram and on Facebook with hashtag Wiggum Report. And like Robert said, website coming soon. We thank you for coming on the show. Appreciate it because none of my weed has wanted to come on the show. What am I going to do with that? <laughs> you got the toe opposite right. tonight. I'll talk to you later. Right, At this bye-bye. time, we're going to go to our next segment with, with Miss Nina Moore. <laughs> Hello, Miss Moore. Are you there? Yes. Hi, I'm here. Hi. Did you enjoy the show tonight? Of course I did. I'm so mad we couldn't find anybody who smoked weed. <laughs> oh, no, we found them. They just didn't want to come on the they show. They didn't want to talk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we definitely yeah, knew where they were. Coders for their voice, so no one knows who they are. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you have some beauty tips and things for us, men and yes. ladies, or maybe just the ladies. Yes, I mean, it's nothing that we can vote on, but it is a problem within our community. And me and Kermit have been sipping tea about it for weeks now. We're very concerned. Um, And it's just plaguing our community as a whole. And I would just like to know, you know, why are people so on edge? And what if you want to know what I'm talking about, women everywhere across the country are losing their edges. And it is a problem. I remember back in the day when I used to go to the beauty shop or beauty parlor with my grandmother, and, like, I have never seen edges like this before. And um, it is just plaguing our community, and I don't know why it's such a popular thing because it is not very attractive. And I just wonder how men feel when their women take their weaves off and find out they have hair in the center and not around the perimeter of their hair. Now, the technical scientific word for this is called traction alopecia. And what it really is, it's a mild scalp irritation, and um, it's caused by tension. 
um, and it's, it breaks the hair off. So it's caused by braiding, twisting, and wearing um, weaves, sew-ins, too tightly. So um, usually, you know, when women get sew-ins, they braid their entire hair down, and then mm-hmm. um, whoever is braiding it, oftentimes, you know, people say, oh, they want them to braid it tight because they think that's going to make it last, when actually it's stressing out the hair follicle and the hair fiber and weakening it and breaking it. Oh, wow. Wow. So do you have any tips on how to prevent this? Oh, my gosh. Do you want to know? First of all, let your edges free. Free. (laughs) As Beyonce and, and all of them would say, just be free. Um, so what, what about what about know, guys with cowlicks? Any any tips for guys you know going bald on the cowlicks? side? And I mean that's a genetic that's a genetic thing. So if your father was balding, then you're probably going to be balding. Or for a lot of women, actually, if um, their their father could have been balding, and the women can start balding, or their moms were balding, and then they will start balding. So a lot of that comes from um, it's like you know male pattern baldness. So it's mm-hmm. hereditary. Oh, so but, like a guy you know, like me, I'm just screwed. Yeah, so you might go be bald. Sorry, guys. No, 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 no beauty tips for the guys. Right. A lot of guys for the women tonight. Yeah, a lot of guys wear the baseball hats, and they don't realize that that causes stress on the hair too, which also causes the hair to fall out even faster. So stop wearing baseball caps as wow. much. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow, yeah. that, that 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 is amazing. So for these women, for the bad edges, is don't braid your weave as, as tight. Is what you're saying? No, no. Yes, I'm saying that, and I'm also saying that there's other protective styles that you can do. Because I know a lot of women just some women just have hair and they like wearing their wigs or their weaves, and some women you know don't have as much. Okay, great. There are products on the natural end and as well as, you know, um, the medicated end that you can get. You get a prescription um, from, you know, from your doctor's office, tell them what's going on. They can see you to a dermatologist. The dermatologist can write this prescription. It usually has something in there like a steroid or something that will agitate it to grow. Um, as, wow. as Yeah. As on the natural side, there is um, hairfinity which um, a lot of celebrities have now, are now endorsing. And what it does is it, there's three um, hair growth phases, and it stunts um, the antigen phase. So instead of your hair getting to the part where it'll, you know, just, you know, you shed hair. So instead of it shedding hair, what it does is it keeps your hair just to continue to grow. So by taking the Hairfinity pill, www.hairfinity.com, um, by taking that every day, you'll start to see that your hair is thickening and the edges okay. will grow. So those okay. are like twenty four dollars well, a bottle. Okay. Well, get, before we yeah. go, I'm sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. Go finish that. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. <laughs> well, we've had a few seconds left, but uh, before we go, make sure you give them uh, your website and things like that where they can find you and your products. Okay. So um, www.ninamore.com. Facebook, Nina Moore. Instagram, Nina underscore Moore. Always giving you more. 
<laughs> well, you heard it from her, and I want to thank you guys for another episode of The Real Talk with Robert Simmons. You guys make it an awesome show, and I love you. Make sure you tune in every Tuesday at 8 p.m. to 9, and make sure you go visit www.realtalkrobert.com. Check it for weekly updates and our new site that is coming soon. Also, follow us on Twitter at RealTalkRobert. God bless you. God keep you. We are out of here. Robert Sanders.